September 16th, about to start week two tonight. Week one was crazy. A good week one, man. That's that's what ball is about, man. That's what this game is about, the unknowns. Uh, that's, why we, that's why we get dressed up when we play the game. That's a fact. What was your takeaways from that third, that Monday night, though? That Raiders-Raven, how, how, how week one ended. Hey, um, that's football, man, and I think that's what that's what the fans that's what the fans um, love about the game. Um, I also learned you gotta play sixty minutes, sixty plus minutes to get the win. Plus sixty plus, and um, a great game, a great down, a great game out there in Vegas, man. I had uh, I had the Raiders winning that game. Um, it didn't, you picked the Raiders. Yeah, I picked the Raiders. Didn't start off looking too good for me, but. Um, a good ending to week one, man. Good ending to week one. We're gonna start week two tonight. I think we'll have another good matchup, divisional matchup. How did you? Uh, I know my week ones, my straight ups didn't look too good. Didn't look too good. It was real iffy. Yeah, uh, my, my my straight ups was uh was iffy. Um, suspect. Um, my my dogs I'm... against the spread though. I mean, against the spread was like, I want to say, underdog, all of them together were like 12 and 4 in week one. And out of my, I think I picked seven. I was 6 and 1. And um, so, yeah, hopefully we follow that up this week. Did you Man. check the uh, the Manny cast out? I've I seen a little bit of it. Um, I, I knew that was going to be clutch yeah. just um, with Eli and Peyton. I, I knew that was going to be clutch. I think they had a you know, a great portion of that when you, you know, bringing, bringing the guys in, Russell, Charles, um, Ray Kelsey. Lewis. Yeah, Ray Lewis. So I think that was a dope touch to it. So, um, and obviously you got two guys that know football, um, like the back of their hands, man. So it, it was definitely dope to see. Yeah, I think um, it's definitely not for the super casual. I mean, unless you just want to, you know, see, obviously Peyton uh, and Eli. Eli got some personality too, but, um, Russ, I think he's going to be great in the booth if he if that's what he wants to do. But I know as a player, especially as a DB, as a defensive player, like I loved hearing like you know quarterbacks and how they think through certain situations, uh, how they were calling you know certain things. Hey, we got to get. I'm expecting Rugs to get a shot here again. You know he's back in there, just different things and how they think about it. So um, that was a every Monday I'm gonna be tapped into that. Yeah, man, to the to the to the youngsters, man. Um, if you're watching this live or if you even kind of hear about it, um, hear this episode later. So I was at Howard University um uh, at the practice, right? And um they was doing one-on-ones down in the um in the red zone, and then you know, the receiver did a, a corner route, quarterback threw it right to the pylon or whatever, right? So I was like, mm-hmm. as a defender. You got to know that. Like, sometimes, like, if you're just chilling, just walk into a a quarterback's meeting room or into a receiver's room and just hear how they talk and what they're talking about. Because I promise you, you can take that on to the field. So I told the the DB, I said, yo, like, I told the DB, I said, hey, when a quarterback, when you're in the red zone, where's the quarterback trying to throw this ball? Mm Mm-hmm. So the receiver was like, you know, he was just hearing us. He was like, they always tell the quarterback to throw it to the pylon. I'm like, just those type of things right there where you can just uh, just sit in the – just stand in the, in, in the huddle where the quarterbacks are talking just pick up these little nuggets, man. I used quarterbacks, to love – Hearing quarterback coaches talk to them. Exactly. So I used to love just sitting at the lunch table with Peyton when he's talking about a team that we about to play and he's just saying, like, man, we're going to do this, that, and the third. And I'm just listening. I'm like, okay, well – I know if he's thinking this, I'm pretty sure other quarterbacks is thinking the same yeah. things. It's like one of them things you can just kind of take as a nugget. So like you, to what you were saying, just to be able to hear those quarterbacks talking the way they thinking, man. I think DBs, man, you got to you'll be fooled not to even just sit back and just listen to that for a little bit. 
for, for real, man. Even Travis Kelsey, when they were talking about, you know, some of their, you know, concepts and how he has the freedom to just get open sometimes as long as he's not, you know, interrupting somebody else's route. Um, you know, how they approach, you know, whether it's two minute, four minute, like, hey, hey, Peyton, like, you guys want to score fast here? What's your philosophy here? Um, yeah. So just different. And then Eli, one of the things that's jumped out to me, which obviously we know, once you kind of get in that fringe area, kind of that 20 to 25, Eli was like, man, we always had plays drawn. Hey, it's a touchdown or it's a check down. So that you get there. Because yeah. obviously, you know, as you get closer, that, that's, that field gets smaller, so it's harder to score. So knowing that as a player, as a DB, hey, first and 10 from the 26, 24, like, all right, let me expect, you know, double post, scissors double route, something to try to route. get in. Yeah. Grab yeah, route, something. Yeah. That shit was prime. Who, who else would you want to see? Doing a cast like that because I, I remember watching. I'm like, man, I would love to see like Ed Reed. Yeah, and that's what I'm really saying. just talking ball like a. a yeah, a, a, I, I want to see. I want to see the defensive side of the ball, right? So, but yeah. you got, um, you got two, you know, you got one Hall of Famer, I think, and then Eli, he'll be a future Hall of Famer. <laughs> so just imagine if you had like a, a Ed Reed and a um and a C Wood talking mm. um a air read and the sea woods just talking and just see how they kind of envision the game and how they see the game um a air read or a troy palomalu you know what i mean where you got yeah. two quarterbacks now you got two safeties of guys that very that were very instinctive um that played the position that was you know the way it was supposed to be played or you could get you uh, a ray, you know what i mean get you a ray and just see how yeah ray, was, ray was in they had a lot of good um a lot of good uh, dialogue between him and Ray Lewis because that's, you know, who Peyton, Peyton said, hey, this is the best linebacker I ever played against. Yeah. And he was talking about, you know, how he would even watch some TV copy games just to pick up on those audibles and shit. So definitely yeah. dope, man. Nah, definitely dope. About man. A man like man okay. That's possible. Oh, man, we go, we'll go up there and talk some. Uh, talk man, some hey. man break, some, break some film down. Word up. I would love to do something like that. Yeah, I think it'll be dope. You know what I mean? Just like, cause like at that at that point, it's like you in the game. Okay, it's second and long. Um, what am I expecting? You know what I mean? Get um, back on track. Get back on track. You know, get the third and manageable. You know, first and ten after um after a successful play. Like, what are we expecting? So, man, I would love to to be able to do that. You know, get some of my so, brothers on there on the on the on the. On the telecast as well. Sudden change. Shot. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Right off so. the rip. Sudden change. Hey, shot. We got the ball in alumni area. Hey, alert this. So definitely yeah. for sure, man, for the for the fan that's, you know, especially for the fan that's interested in learning and knowing more about the game. Uh, that would definitely be dope. Uh, somebody's G.I. Joe. Just said Orlowski at DB. So. I don't know if you saw it on Twitter when Dan was talking about that blown coverage or that nah, non-blown coverage. <laughs> when you when when a, when a receiver gets that far away from from deep or from from the secondary, like it's definitely a blown coverage. Like when he's twenty yards care. from the nearest defender. Yeah, you not a quarterback not looking nobody off that good. Like so he was. I mean, he was he was arguing. Like I mean, this was like a three day straight up until. What was yesterday? Yesterday morning, he sent me another clip of the Tyler Lockett touchdown against the Colts in quarter, quarter, half. Like, hey, what's the difference here? I'm like, Dan. Dan, let me tell you the difference. Let's go through the differences first and foremost. And he finally tweeted me, and I put that in the frame. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you know him, he ain't never wrong, boy. But finally, Hey, dude. Did you like quarter quarter halves when you were when you were playing? I I liked it. I liked it because um it gave us tools. Uh, you know, especially if you you know you play with other guys who study and know how the offense going to attack you. I liked it personally. Uh, as a nickel, you had your different tools. It's very important for that nickel though to know where three is. You know, know where three is, and then as a safety, you got to know okay this field is cut in half. So if you're on that cover two side. You got a quarter safety on the other side, so that's not guaranteed deep field help. So it's 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 tougher on that safety than it is like the nickels in the corners, in my opinion. And that's what what Willis got put on the island with Tyler Lockett cover two, and he gave him that. 
stick to the uh, corner post. It, it was ugly. Yeah. And but then, what about you? Know, I, no, I, I mean, I, I loved it, you know, um, and especially, you know, and a lot of times, you know, when you call that quarter, quarter half, you kind of hope that, you know, the route progression for the for the for the offense is a situation where it kind of plays into your hand because sometimes like you said you know the offense can dial up a route that takes away what quarter quarter halves is built for you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so again um if i'm on that half if i'm that half safety i'm telling my corner like yo you gotta get a good jam you know what i'm saying because at that time it kind of frees me up as that half safety where i can kind of just put my eyes on the quarterback and just read you know what I mean? Just kind of be that free, that free player. Whereas if that corner doesn't get a, a good jam on that half side, like now I'm kind of playing like cover zero from 12 to 15 yards. And that's, that, and that's yeah. tough. That's tough. So, play, um, boy. so yeah, man, I actually like quarter quarter half, man. Yeah. I like it too, man. I like it too. You just got to switch it up. And I think it's important also that the, you're not at that predictable where the offense knows, hey, know that you, are. you come on this or we getting this, they're going to be in quarter, quarter half because there are plays that you could dial up that's yeah. hell on quarter, quarter half. So uh, we got a question. What is a quarter, quarter half built for? Um, we'll probably get into that in another episode. Another but, episode, I mean, we break down these coverages. Yeah, yeah. But I would say for real, for real, quarter, quarter half is a change-up, right? So quarter, quarter half – in my opinion, it's not a it's not a coverage that you wanna. It's not one of your coverages that's a a main. You wanna stage. always be in, yeah. yeah you it's be not a main. Stage. Your main stage is gonna be three uh, D man, uh, cover four, cover two. Yeah, you know, those are kind of like your main yeah. stage. Right? Your stage so wait, I, let's rewind a little bit because we're talking probably on two hundred level, quarter yeah. quarter half. So it's basically how we're dividing the deep part of the field. So corners responsible for a quarter. The safety is responsible for one quarter. And then that other half of the field is one safety that's responsible for that entire deep half of the field. And then obviously your underneath defenders are kind of doing their own thing. So uh, what A.B. just said is you don't want that to be a staple. I agree with him because for me, once again, you cut that field in half. So everybody can't be on the same page. Your staple defenses, everybody's got to be on the same page. Even if it's cover two, hey, we're a cover two team. But – Everybody knows their drops, where everybody else is going to be, and you're very, very comfortable in that, cover four, cover three, whatever. Um, but when it's something that is split, it's it's already coming in as kind of, you know, broken communication. So uh, you definitely don't want it, like A.B. said, a switch up. Yep, 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 a switch yeah. up, man. So to throw the quarterback off, to throw the offense off. Um, and, again, like I said, with that switch up, you just hope that, Damn, you know, hope the offense didn't dial something <laughs> up on us. You know what I mean? The, to 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 what D Buzz said, you know, last week Tyler Locker was one on one with the with the safety and and basically he has to he has the whole field at that point in time because yep. on the yep. quarter side they're eliminated. So now this guy that runs a four a four I don't know what Tyler Locker runs, but he has yeah, the whole field to work with a with a with a safety. So. We'll definitely get definitely, back definitely. to, you know, breaking down some film. Definitely get into it, man. Let's get to this game. Let's get to this game, man. Giants at the Washington football team. Open up week two. The Washington football team is now favored five and a half. Mm. A couple days ago, it was at three. So let's uh, move it even more in football team's way. Obviously, Heineke will be uh, taking the starting reps at quarterback. Yeah, and, uh, Daniel Jones will be the starting quarterback for the Giants, man. Which way are you going on this game? Which way are you leaning on this game tonight? Man, you know, I still haven't made that decision. Um, but, you know, looking at the reports, it, it looks like Saquon is going to be questionable. Um, mm-hmm. He was limited last week. In limited week four, last so short week. Yeah. week. I don't expect to get a ton of stuff. Right, right, right. And then with the, the offensive line issues um, with the Giants, and obviously we always talk about that front four that Washington has, that front seven. Um, they playing, playing at home, um, coming off a loss. Both teams coming off a loss. And you got it. You got Heineke in that quarterback now. But yeah, see, I, I'm still I'm taking Heineke over your guy, uh, Danny. As you call him, Danny Dimes. I call him Danny Jones. And man, Danny Dimes, man, yeah, it's, it's, I, I don't want to say I was right, but 
Looking like some boo boo. Nah, I mean it's one week. You know, I know you. You, you it's one week. It's one week. Yeah, I ain't go, calling nobody boo boo in week one. But um, we go back. We go back. So uh, I don't know, man. Right now, I um, y'all, y'all, y'all check the. Y'all check the IG, man. Y'all check the IG and the Twitter in a little bit. A but they forty one. I'll have my pick for tonight's game um, sooner than later. I'm gonna let y'all hold on. Let's let, let me let me double check this spread though, because like I said, when I saw it yesterday, it was three. Let me make sure it's not a typo. Yeah, it's my yeah yeah. It, the football team is they're minus three and a half. So uh, this graphic is going to go ahead and take this graphic down. According to FanDuel Sportsbook, they are favored at three and a half. <clears throat> shoot, Ten Hall said, "Give them the Giants at five and a half." Well, not nah, it's at three and a half. So shit, you can oh, three, three and a half. alternate line. Oh, so yeah, you that was yeah. So we was uh that 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 line right there was dead ass wrong. Uh, but watch the football team at three and a half. I like that. I like that. I like Heineke. Um, the defense, they gave up 20 points, um, but, you know, they played Herbert, gave up a lot of yards, a crucial drive in the end to, to seal the game by Herbert. But um, I think that defense will definitely play much better this week. Um, Slade did make some plays down the field. Shepard made a nice play. Um, yeah. But I don't think this Giants – I think this Giants team is going to have to lean heavily on Saquon and those receivers, um, but more so on Saquon because of who the quarterback is. And he's not ready to carry that load yet, at least. So I like the football team to win this one tonight. And cover that spread. I'll let you know that right now. Mm. Right now. And then, man, I'll be, I'll be on the lookout for um, <laughs> the underdog prop. I'm going to give y'all some props. Five-player prop for the night's game. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, do I have my hit on here? My five-piece? I don't have it on here, but I did hit that that Monday night five-piece that we put together on the pod. So I appreciate y'all. I think that was Monday. We played a role in that. And it hit me another one at night. This one tougher at night, though. But yeah, um, this, got some tough ones tonight. Daniel Jones, that quarterback for the Giants, man. Do you think? Do you think? Obviously, out there in the NFC East, Got Jalen Hurts doing his thing up there in Philly. I don't know who could have seen that coming. You got yeah. Dak Prescott. Obviously, you know, they got some injuries dealing with out there. Um, then you got the football team. But can Daniel Jones, can can the Giants win with Daniel Jones at quarterback? You know my um, answer. So this is, I'm strictly asking you. No, I think they can. I think they can. You know, you say he's boo-boo. I, I, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say he's boo-boo. Um, but again, like I said before, you know, I, I think Daniel Jones has the talent, but um, it's just he, he's he's having trouble holding on to the ball, and um, that's been an issue since he came in, right? You know what I mean, he hasn't he hasn't worked. I'm not gonna say he hasn't worked on it, but it's still a problem. And um, the O line, you know what I mean? Again, it's no excuses, no explanations, man. I think um, I think he has the ability um to do that but i mean we'll see we'll see you know it's a hard no for me they gotta they're gonna have to make some decisions at their quarterback uh position probably this next draft they're gonna have to address that because um they're building a team that got a defense that you know and, and not over overreacted to week one because i think a lot of teams out there even the ones that had stink starts you know, you'll see a completely different team out there in week two. But um, Danny Dimes, man, this goes back to last year. And I just haven't seen a consistent improvement. So I'm going to say no. We got to start doing some of them James Winston offseason workouts, man. We're going to see, man. But, yes, I mean. We're going to see. That. I'm not even going to read that comment. But oh. right, I was, yeah. uh, how are you doing? A lot of y'all, y'all tripping in these comments, but. I mean, it's love. I mean, that's that's. I mean, everybody has time to to to, to their opinion. You know what I mean, ain't no love lost. You, you do what you do, baby. It's part of it, man. So speaking of, uh, we might as well stay in that division, though. Marcus Lawrence, he already broke his foot out there uh, practice yesterday. 
out there in practice. Cause it's a lot of foot injuries in practice this year. So obviously you deal with shoulders, ACLs, ankles, foots. Yeah, and a lot of so he's uh, out indefinitely. Uh, you know, they're big, big money pass rusher. Uh there um and that's my pick. I think it might be both our pick to win that division. Is this uh you worried about them at all going forward? Dallas got the uh charge yeah. this week. I mean, because you <clears throat> he was you know with the defense struggling, not knowing what the defense is gonna be, you know, he was one of those um those mainstays, right? Where he was gonna be able to get pressure on the quarterback. So with him with him out, like where's that pressure gonna come from? You know? Uh I know you still got you still got uh, Randy Gregory. Um, but where's that pressure gonna come from? And like I said, it's always already holes in that defense. Yeah. So that's definitely gonna be that's gonna play some that's gonna be an issue. And then along with that, um you got on the offensive line, I think it was Collins who got a five a five game. Um oh, yeah. Yeah. suspension. So it's just like, you know, it's up in the air with with, with Dallas, man. But again, um, you know, we see if the guys can step in and, and Gallup. I, I think Gallup did he get injured? Gallup got injured last game. Yeah, he, he had a he had a good, a good week too. Yeah, he didn't finish um, the game. So, them injuries, man. Injuries, injuries definitely piling up. Um, and important at, at you know important players, you know big time players. Um, I think the one thing that they can do is uh, Michael Parsons. They can involve him more and get a little more creative with putting him in that pass rush game. I know he's been doing some mug stuff right over the center. But I would I would I would think we'll probably see him on the edge more. They do have some depth in linebacker with you know Jalen Smith and fifty five and they just drafted Cox. They got some depth Neil um and get down there and play linebacker. So they got some depth at that off ball position. So I think Michael the rookie out of Penn State, that was one of the things that he did really well, super athletic. I think we'll probably see him mixed in more as just a straight pass rusher, especially in sub packages. Yeah. Uh, they created some turnovers last week, too. They did create – I think they created three turnovers, if I remember they correctly. They did. So, um, um, I still yeah. like him to win that division. I still like him. We, uh, I still like him. You sticking with him? Yeah, I mean, after week one, I'm not going. You know, I'm not going to overreact. I'm not going to panic. But you know, some, some there, man. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna see how this game goes tonight. Philly finishing fourth. We feeling differently about them. I do. I do feel yeah. different about them. They they came out and played well. Um, oh, again, bro, I think bro. as as always, this division is going to be, um, it's going to be it's going to be tight. Um, I still like the football team based off of you know just that that strong defense. Um, I think mm-hmm. Dallas is strong, and like you said, the showing that Philly came out with with Jalen Hurts and company, they look really well. They look really good too. So, um, yeah, I was def- definitely impressed with uh, Philly. You know, you never know how that team's gonna look. That first regular season action, new head coach, Jalen Hurts played some last. Uh, you know, last year I was high on Jalen Hurts, but he looked he looked really good last year. Whoever had him on their fantasy team, I know he cooked. Marcus yeah. uh trucks. <laughs> Don't change your picks now. <laughs> I'm definitely putting them over the Giants. Let me tell you that right now. Cause Giants, they didn't look good last week against uh the Broncos at home at that. They didn't look good last week. But tell me a team that didn't look good week one that you betting on this weekend that's gonna turn it around. Green Bay. They got the Monday night football. Green Bay. At home versus the Lions. So I'm with you there. I, I, I'm not going to overreact to that. And they had probably the worst performance from week one. They got whooped. Yeah, they got they got they got embarrassed from wide My wide. man, my man Jamie said, man, I ain't been in a, a whooping like that since college. Like hey, he did that. Jameis hey, I like Jameis too, you know. We were both high on him, but they got an 11 and a half point spread at home against the Lions. You think they cover that? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think they cover this either. I, I think, think they, they definitely win. But, you know, divisional game early. The Lions, they lost. But they finished with a lot of they, momentum. They finished strong. Yeah. They, fin- they finished strong. They fought. And to see that from your quarterback, to see that from your team, you know, head coach, you know, MCDC, 
I think they covered this spread as well. It's a, it's a big spread, twelve points. Yeah, twelve points. Yeah. Especially and coming off of you know getting your ass whooped. And it's a um a divisional game, and you know a lot of times divisional games are always tough. So for sure, let me, let me check another couple couple more of these spreads, man. We jump in early. I know uh, a game we talked about offline. Um, Las Vegas Raiders. You know, coming off a short week, they had the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Two of uh, probably the more passionate fan, fan bases base. in the NFL based on my personal experience. You got Raiders and Steelers fans everywhere. Like, real, like, you know, not like Cowboy. Oh, I'm a Cowboys fan. Like, these are, like, real, like, generational fans. Um, Steelers, they're favored by five and a half at home. Coming off that upset win in Buffalo week one. Raiders coming off their big time win at home Monday Night Football. You got in this one? Hey man, I don't know. <laughs> I've kind of been sitting back and thinking <laughs> on this one too. Um, like I said, you know, uh, you just kind of mentioned the Raiders. They both coming off of huge wins. Um, I don't know. I don't know about this one. I think this is going to be a a, a hard fought um game. It, yeah, this was. I trust now the still both these both of these defenses up front especially but the they dominated uh week yeah. one and that's where we know how you know how important that is. Uh so I expect that Derek Carr made big plays down the stretch, Big Ben kind of turned around the second half, but I probably trust Derek Carr a little bit more right now. I know what um, I know one thing. I'm gonna have Wallers, whatever his target oh my catches <laughs> I'm taking the over. He got to hey. 19 times. No, nah, but you know Vegas. They, the they gonna make it. They gonna make it tough for you because they gonna have. They probably gonna have it at eight or nine for him. It's probably gonna be like eight and a half. I, I, I'm telling you, they gonna have it at eight or nine. I'm taking the over. I don't care what hey. they, they can set that bitch at ten. I'm taking the over. Um, at home, still is at home. It's gonna be a good one. Hey, so so right now, yeah, seven and a half. That's an underdog. Now, I don't know if it's underdog. an underdog. Or is that is that fan do? I need to know if that's if it, underdog. If it's seven and a half. Go jump that right now. Yeah, I gotta put that on my ticket. Cause they Yeah, go on D. Okay. We gotta find that. But um some people saying stillers, stillers, trust Tomlin, stillers win, but don't cover. D. Bush can keep up with him and make it over the top. I tell you right now, it's not a linebacker. Hey, good. It's not a linebacker. Hey, it's Darren White. He, he's one of them guys that he's a walking mismatch. It don't matter who you put on. You know, he's big. He got the size. You know, matchup pause when he's on the corner. Safeties, most safeties, he he can run away from. They love him on those like over type routes. Um, linebackers, they ain't got a chance. So. And when they asked uh, Gruden about, you know, damn, 19 targets, he was like, shit, this is the best player I ever coached. <laughs> and some people was some people was, was was responding to that way. You know, he coached Derrick Brooks. I responded to that. Like, Hold on, but I, I, I'm assuming he's talking about offensively because, you know, he's an offensive coach. He's been a head coach a lot of years, but he's an offensive guy. He's an offensive guy. You good? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I got this phone oh, okay. Oh, okay. But, um... But uh, but yeah, that that was a that was a hell of that was a that was a big statement right there. But uh, that's, that's what he said. That's what he said. He said what he said. Yeah, he's standing on it. But yeah, man. So that'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. Ready at the Steelers. Uh shit. I'm about to. We got a mailbag question today. Like another one from from Nick. We got to change this underdog ad. They've updated their free to I guess they were giving away too much free money. <laughs> updated that. We're going to talk about this uh, this coaching. A little video we have from the sideline from uh, Tones, Detroit Lions, Jeff Okuda, his uh, coach, Coach Pleasant. We'll talk about that. But uh, then we can talk about where we are in these fantasy football standards. I know the projections said one thing. But <laughs> Should I be right back, man? Well, we're... Y'all tap in with me. Ravens didn't pressure very much. Um, 
Tulsa Mac Jones, we want performance. Mac Jones, we want performance. I thought it was solid. You know, um, again, starting a rookie week one, um, you gonna have those ups and ups and downs. I thought they were gonna um, be able to get it done against uh, against the Dolphins, but I think it was uh, he had a solid performance week one. I think he had the best uh, week one performance out of the rookie quarterbacks that played. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I think Mac Jones. I think he continues to improve week by week. And I think you have um you have a good year this year. Why did Baltimore go cover zero so much when the Raiders were uh were beating it? Um trying to get pressure. I think that's the only reason why um you know you 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 go zero, get pressure and get the ball out of the hand uh, out of the quarterback hands quick. Um, as you can see, that last play on the winning touchdown, I think Derek Carr did a great job of um, retreating. You know, um, they had some free some free rushers. Derek Carr did a great job retreating, giving him some some self some time, giving the receiver some time, and getting the ball up. Um, and yeah, man, cover zero is tough, especially if you don't get to the quarterback because you you got your DBs in the back covering for, for, for days. So if you go cover zero and you don't get to the quarterback or you don't get the quarterback to get that ball out quick, um, cover zero does you no, no good. <clears throat> I'm putting a question into my man, D-Buck, come back from his little potty break. Who starts – um, speaking out loud with Renee and Borba, who starts first, Trey Lance or Fields? I'm gonna go Fields. I'm gonna go Fields. I think um Jimmy G, um and them guys out there look look pretty good. Um, start off one and zero. Um, so I'm gonna go Justin Fields if I had to put my money on it. Rhett Barham, does the Cowboys D have a chance to have a decent season still with Lawrence going out? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, like <clears throat> Lawrence was one of there. Was, I think he was a captain. He was one of the guys that was going to get to the quarterback, uh, one of the leaders on that on that defense. Um, Cowboys defense looked a lot better than what they did last year week one. Uh, we kind of spoke on in this earlier um, in the pod where, you know, they created some turnovers. Um, they was playing. They were playing faster. So, again, you know, it was only one game. Um, you know, we 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 can see. I, 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 they can have a decent season. Now, I mean, that's the key word. They, I, they, I think they still have a chance to have a decent season. Um, with Lawrence being out, but um, they're gonna have to step it up. They're gonna have to step it up. Some some players are gonna have to step up for them for sure. <laughs> Shala Bills, not sure if I missed it. Who did A, B, and D Buck pick for the football team versus the Giants? I haven't picked yet, but um, D Buck is going with the uh, the football team. What do you think about the tandem Adams and Diggs? Does it remind you Thomas and Chancellor? No, I mean Thomas and Chancellor, both for safeties. Um, if you're talking about, you know, just in the secondary, but no, they they don't remind me of Thomas and <laughs> Chancellor. Not yet, at to say the least. Not yet. I'm not saying that they can't get nice, to that. Point. Nice combo, though. Nice, nice, nice combo. combo. Yeah, but um. That that Earl Thomas and Cam Chance was something different. That was an all-time combo. Can you? Uh, is my mic clear now? Is my mic coming in? 
Nah, you good. You good. Yeah, I had to get this. I had to just unplug this joint. But um, nah, I, speaking out loud with her name, Boba Diggs might be a guy. I think Diggs is a guy, man. He was sure. on no checking my goodness. Um, and he was doing work out there. So they definitely had that. Nah, nah, he, he, they probably talking about uh Quandre Diggs from uh oh, Seattle. Oh, Seattle, Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Tripping, tripping. yeah. Or they, nah, nah, he uh, definitely nah, he good too. Yeah, yeah, he, he yeah, I like that. I like yeah, I'm 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 tripping. I'm tripping. Um Yeah, so you know Diggs would be Diggs the Earl would Thomas be of the Earl combo. Thomas and Adams would be the Chancellor. Texas yeah, safety. Um Damn, Chancellor. But they would be both got that thirty three on. Different though. Yeah, they, yeah. I like I told and you they, that they, they bring some chancellor. That was an all time an all time yeah, combo, they, like. And they bring something different. I could see very like the similarities with um with Diggs and Thomas, but with Adams and Chancellor, I feel as though two two different safeties, right? Very different. Um, two two different safeties where Chancellor was, you know, that true in the box. They really didn't blitz him a lot. Um and you know, Adams, they 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 put him in the in the pass rush a lot more. Um, yeah. aggressive as well, but I just feel as though Adams and Chancellor, you look at those, those are two safeties, but um, Adams and Diggs, man, they're a good combo, but I just think Thomas and Chancellor was just a little different. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, uh, <clears throat> I heard somebody ask you about uh, Baltimore playing so much cover zero. I would, I, I, I really like it. In those situations, I felt like they left nothing. It was like no surprise, like what they were going to be in when it was time, you know, for the rubber to meet the Rush road. Time. Like, how, yeah, and like you know, whatever your thoughts are on Gruden and Derek Carr, you know, they haven't seen a lot of football. And if you know, okay, I'm getting zero. I just got to retreat. I got a deep crosser, like coming out a bunch. Like that's 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 tough. And then the Ravens didn't obviously they weren't on on the right level, so Humphrey got bumped off for the gusto, but. I mean, they blitzed like 17 times. I just think they should have done a better job of switching it up. You had guys who going to run away, you know. Ruggs going to run away from guys. Waller's going to run away from guys. Uh, I don't know. I think they need to switch it up a little bit more. You can't – especially when you're missing a guy like Marcus Peters. Like, you don't just – you know, you don't just throw the next guy out there having the zero all day. Like, that don't make sense. But, I don't know. They got to switch that shit up. They got yeah, uh, – Even with that – Chiefs, man. right, this week. Yeah, I just think sometimes the coordinators, they, they panic. You know what I'm saying? Where I just think a lot of times in those situations where if you give me a good disguise, somebody might come free. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't always have to go to a cover zero. I mean, even give me a fire zone. You know what I'm saying? Give me a good disguise. Give me a five-man rush, um, and somebody can, 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 can come free. And as we always say, you know, if you got one-on-ones, you got to win your one-on-ones. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that cover zero, man. Like, now nah, you can't call cover zero. If you call cover zero more than five times in a game, you in trouble. More, yeah, more times than not, unless so. Like uh, the Dolphins, cover zero. The, but it's the thing. So, like the Dolphins, for instance, like last year, a lot of their like, depending on who they were, what quarterback and what offense they're matching up against. Sure, you got Byron Jones out there. You got uh, Xavier Howard out there. I can trust these guys on zero. Once again, it comes down to your personnel. Like, Everett, you had Everett out there. You had uh, 30, I'm not sure of his name, but you can't just put guys in that fire like that and have them at zero against a quarterback. Derek Carr got a ton of snaps under his belt. And, like, yeah, the defense is sending more, one more than they can block, but – if he just retreating by some – they got him in trouble on, um, in the red zone earlier in that game when, when – um, Renfro ran the little option and up. Like, you shouldn't be able to run a double move and cover zero. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to grab you. So, um, you got to switch it up and you got to have a personnel. You got Humphrey, Peters, and now you were, okay, young, okay, we can go zero, zero, zero. But when you switch that personnel like that, you can't just stick to that same game plan just because that's what y'all do. Like, nah, you got to adjust. You got to adjust. For sure. For sure. That that can't be your base call either, though. Nah, it definitely like, and I'm I'm if I'm in, if I'm a say in the I'm changing that call. You don't be keep sending all them zeros in here. Corners are looking at you like, yo, again. 
Not yet, bro. Hey, them hammies, man. Hold Fourth on. Quarter, overtime, zero. Left, like, come on. Hold bro. on. Come on, bro. But uh, but yeah, man, that that'll be a good matchup too. And I Ravens, I think they'll be they're a team that's dealing with a lot of injuries on both sides of the ball that I would bet on bouncing back. Uh, Lamar didn't look he didn't look comfortable um on a lot of his throws. Like I, I feel like he missed a decent amount of pitch and catches. Carr did too early, but Carr late in the game, he tightened up. Lamar made plays late in the game as well, but those two fumbles cost him. But I think Lamar gets kind of back on track and that so team, you, you know. So you, so you think you think Baltimore bounce bounce back from all the injuries? Yeah, not this week though. They got the Chiefs this week, Sunday night football. So, all right, so you, you start 0-2. They start, so you, I think they start 0-2. Um, I don't know, man. It's gonna be tough for Baltimore. It's gonna be tough for Baltimore this year, man. And this is like, look, I want to see them do great, but I think it's gonna be tough. I think the injuries the that they have are very, very it's gonna be tough on them. And then the division that they're in, um, Cleveland's gonna be good, Pittsburgh's gonna be good, and I mean we see what we seen from Cincinnati, so we we don't know what we're gonna want to know. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's gonna be tough for for, for Baltimore this year. Um, I so hope you got they them. You got them in Dallas, but okay. So you got Dallas and the Ravens dealing with with some critical injuries on both yeah. sides of the ball, with both you know phenomenal young quarterbacks with Dak Prescott yeah. and Lamar Jackson. Obviously, Lamar and the Ravens, I think they're in a tougher division. But if you had to just pick one of these, let's say one of these teams, one of these teams fares better than the others going forward. You going with Dallas? I'm going with Dallas. You going with Dallas? Yeah. I'm going with Dallas. Ravens, yeah, it's tough. It's tough out there. Yeah, man. Um, for one, I would yeah. say the reason why I'm going to go with Dallas is just they're the division. You know, that division every year is up in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, you still got Dak, you got Zeke, you got Pollard, you got Cooper. Like, you know what I mean? You still got, like, a lot of a lot of weapons um, on that side of the ball. You got some young talent on the defense, you know, guys flying around. Um, Baltimore, you know, you got, you know, Lamar. That line was getting baked. Who that? That that whole offensive, that, that was baked chicken. Like, Crosby, uh, Nassib. Yeah, uh, they was looking like all pros out there. Yeah, yeah. so that's what I'm just saying. Like, you got a lot of a lot of injuries, and um, again, man, if I had to if I had to pick one, I'm going Dallas. So yeah, that's a good. I'm with I'm with you. I'm with you because of the things that you said. Now, speaking of the Sunday night football, we got it up. We got this lineup. Now, is this still three and a half? Because I think the Chiefs. I said it last week when we made our picks. And last year, if you bet on the Chiefs at all, bet against them, you know they win. They don't do a lot of covering, though. I think they finally covered this one. We both had the Raiders covering last week, by the way. But three-and-a-half-point line, I think I think the Chiefs, I think they yeah. win and they cover. I'm going to go ahead and lock that up before because I think by kickoff, that line will be closer it's to six. Yeah. It's going to be closer to six. Yeah. But, um. But yeah, I got a GI Joe. Am I wrong? Does Lamar leave the pocket too early? We just talked about how that line was getting baked, and I talked about earlier how he didn't look comfortable. But even when he did have a clean line, a clean you know pocket, I don't think he looked comfortable. But um, I wouldn't say you know he's he's so one my, of the best. Like that's the best running quarterback we've seen. So my question is, when is when is leaving the pocket too early? Right now, I can understand if you if you're not mobile. Like you gonna sit your ass in that pocket, but if I'm if I can move, if I'm Lamar Jackson, time, <laughs> if I can move and give myself more time, like when is when is considered yeah. leaving the pocket too early? Yeah, because when you leave that pocket, that makes it harder on the second. That makes it harder to cover guys. You know what I mean? Because sure. that launch point is that the one good thing about playing, you know, the Brady's and the Mannings and the whoever. Like you know where that launch Drew Brees, you know where that launch point's gonna be. Not that they're surgeons, so it ain't it ain't making it easier. But when you got a, a guy like Lamar who may not be on their level when it comes to picking you apart surgeon wise, once he moves that pocket, that changes the odds. Great. That touchdown pass he had to um 
I can't think of who caught it, but it was on yeah. a rollout and he threw it in the back of the end zone. Like that's things that only a handful of quarterbacks could do. So that's one of his superpowers. So nah, I, I I'd be damned if I go and talk about eight leaving the pocket too early. Right. <laughs> Absolutely not. What else we got, man? It was Hollywood Brown, I think, who uh I think the offense definitely looks better. Somebody said, uh, speaking out loud, Renan Borba, they need a real number one wide receiver. Um, I think Bateman. And Sammy Watkins made some big plays, too. Sammy Watkins made big plays. Hollywood ball. But um, I like I like Bateman, the rookie out of Minnesota. I think he, he, mm-hmm. he get, he's going to give him a whole different layer to that offense. Hey, let's talk, hey, let's talk about this. Um, hold on. Hold on. Here we go. They about to blow my phone up. Let's talk about this. Um, you good? You good? I hear uh, hear static. Five, four, three, two. Okay. You good? good? Yeah, I think we're good. <clears throat> All right. Um, let's talk about this. Uh. It's been going on the web, line coaching moment going viral, and mm-hmm. coach was um, coach was uh was getting on him. What did you uh, Okoto right? Okoto, yeah, the young boy, second year. Boy, he was a so top three pick um <clears throat> for the Lions last year, and you know had a rough year. So, it's, uh, so let, let's up. play the video real quick. Let's show him this video for y'all who haven't seen it. So you know, looks like a that was like that 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 part of it. I think was a different part of the game after he gave up a big touchdown. You know, to the best quarterback room in the league. Yeah. Uh, but how did you feel? Did you feel as though he was out of line? I know I seen a lot of former players and was saying that you know they didn't like it. Or how, how did you feel about that that sequence? Um. You know, I heard I've only heard great things and one about that coach, uh, Arby Pleasant. I think uh, Will Blackman spoke about you know playing for him, and it, I mean it looks like hard coaching. It looks like when he was coaching him up that first time, Okuda wasn't necessarily been as receptive. You know, probably was kind of down on himself after making you know making a mistake or getting beat or some shit. Uh, young player, I think getting getting coached hard, man. And uh, we talked about this. Um, I think when the Dilfer incident came up, you know, it's 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 a time to coach hard and jump on the guy, and then it's also a time to do what he did at the end. So you, ain't like you, saw, you said huh? you said now Dilfer, you Dilfer put his hands on him. <laughs> like that's what, let's let's go let's go back to the clip. Let's let's run this clip back. Yeah, animated all in his face, you know, boo boo boo. But you can see it's a big difference there. He didn't put his as a grown man. He didn't put his hand on a teenager. So those grown men going at you know those are professionals. It's hard coaching. You know what I mean? Tipper's been flared up. You know it happens. It happens. I I don't have a problem with. I think it's hard coaching a young player. And then you know sometimes you need to, you know, coach with love. But um, you know, I I didn't have a problem with that at all. What about you? Nah, I didn't have a problem with it neither. Um. John Jay, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say no names, um, but no, I ain't have, a, I ain't have a problem at it, problem with it at all, because you can tell he's saying like, do your job. So obviously, this is a situation where the coach, that's probably why he preaches. Yo, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do your job. Don't try to, you know, do anything unorthodox yeah. out the box. Just do your do job. You like you yeah. And like you said, you know, young boy looks like he wasn't receptive to what the coach was saying. So. I will always tell the young guys, like, look, if a coach is getting on you, say I, right. you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the, the longer you try to – And they're going to win. Coaches will always win always in that moment, on the practice field, on the yeah. game. You know, now it's a game. Now, if it's, you know, year 11, year tw- year 8, Antoine, but they, like, okay, it's more of a dialogue there. It's more, hey, this may be why I did – hey, that's, that's a different conversation. But this is second year corner – you know, it's it, shit is still going like this for him yeah. right now. So, so, like, just just say okay, move on. Got you, and coach. Then, you know, in the, in the meet room, 
you can kind of be like, yo, coach, this is what it is. But I, I mean, like, like you said, dude, but it's hard coaching. I mean, it's a lot of soft, soft people out here nowadays. <laughs> um, Facts. Man, you know, even, you know, even a young buck, you know, I coach put his hands on me, but you know, it was out of love, you know. <laughs> See, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I just don't think you got to go there. Like, you, you don't, you know. I mean, it's definitely too soft. We ain't got to do, do a lot of stuff, but we do but it. If you can't get your point across without putting your hands on somebody. Man, look at here, man. We, not, you, you, that's not good. As you know. And, and, as Dilfer, you, and that's not a knock on Dilfer at all. It was caught up in the moment. Shit going, you know. Shit happens. That was his friend's son. So that right. relationship there, you know what I mean? That's different. that's that's different. I'm not knocking him. He's he's invested in those kids. He knows those kids. But he even apologized and was like, "Hey, I hate of how the light that it put the kid in because he's a great leader and he's this and he's that." And um, you know, he, he apologized he for kind of getting more out of his leader. He, yeah, he, he knows yeah, the yeah. type of player that he has. You know yeah. what I mean? That he has. So yeah. all this, oh, oh, man, we soft now, man. <laughs> we soft. That's why I can't coach. We soft, man. <laughs> Resolve. I ain't had to put his hands on me. I had uh, a without putting his hands on. Man, I went to uh, I went to one of my friends' high school game this past uh, Friday. One of his young players, you know, good player. I'm like, hey, he, he's good. You know, light, a little light in the ass, but good player. They they won the game, but they got some big games coming up against like, you know, some big time schools. And, yeah. Um, and he's a ninth grader, I believe. So he was like, hey, man. Remember that kid you saw? Yeah, he want to play JV now. So I'm like, you know, when we was coming up, that was that was different. It was it was like, hold on, hold on. If you nice, like you come up to varsity, like you come get your stripes. But I'm telling you, it's a little different these days. Yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead, go ahead. Let him play JV. And some kids, for some kids, I think it's better for them to go lower, maybe and dominate, maybe for a year or two, build some get confidence. Their con- get their confidence yeah. up. Yeah. So what's your what's your thoughts on that? You coaching a high school team, one of your best skill players, he he probably a buck 30 soaking wet. He like, hey, I, you know, I want to go play JV. What, what would be your your thoughts, feelings on that? A, a ninth grader? Ninth grader. Yeah, I mean, that's a conversation that we have. Um I think it's a conversation we have. So obviously if he if he's if he's feeling that way, and if I'm feeling different, I think it's a conversation I have with him and his parents. You know what I'm saying? But if he's, you know, stuck on like he he feel he's feeling more comfortable going down and play JV. I mean, I'll send him back down, like you said, get his confidence up, go out there and rock. Then next year, yeah, as a sophomore, um, come on and play varsity. Yeah, but I think I, it's I, definitely I, a conversation, yeah. though. Definitely got to have that conversation. You got to know that you got to know the kid. But it's a conversation you have with his parents and, you know, <laughs> keep him. He's scared. Let him go down. I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. If you if you, yeah, you scared, go to church, man. So, you know. Hey, like it, man, what else like, I got, man? Be like that sometimes. It definitely does. Be like that sometimes, man. So, let me uh, put these fantasy football standards up real quick for the man to man. The underdog best part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting So it's uh it's looking stank for your host right now. You know, I'm up there at eight. The projections they had me hype. They did have me hype, but I'm up there at eighth. I hate saying up there at eighth. Uh Twan's down there at, at 10, you know. Uh we got <laughs> Hoof Hard at 37. He's up top. Tennessee Mike's in the, in the number two spot. And then DC 202. Rounds out the top three after week one early. Whole lot of football left. Sixteen games left. So sixteen games left, baby. It's not a sprint, games. baby. It's a marathon. <laughs> and like we said earlier, you know, sign up uh, on Underdog. Use the code Man, and now they changed the bonus to ten dollars. Hey, got Paul. Got money. Paul. This picture X. Paul. <laughs> Paul. Paul's that slow. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, that was drafted, yeah. he drafted Mac Jones, right? But yeah, yeah. man. So uh, let me, matter of fact, let me check this real quick because I gotta see, I gotta see how these Hoof Hearted. Let me see who Hoof Hearted has on this team. He got Kyler Murray at quarterback. That was the score. That was, that was big. Thirty-four point five points. 
Uh, Melvin Gordon and Chris Carson were his two running backs that scored 19, 30, and 11, 20, respectively. And in the receiver room, he had Christian Kirk, 21 and a half, 21 and a half points. Marquise Hollywood Brown, 16.4. Jarvis Landry, 16.9. CD Lamb, 19.9. In his tight end room, whew, he had Gronk, who gave him 25 points. So, yeah, good week. Good week right there. Funny, I ain't going to look at these other ones, but uh, we're going to take this down. But, yeah, man, it's ugly right now. But, you know, long season. A lot of ball left. Don't start celebrating just yet. But it's ugly out here. And, yeah, Patriot X, you got to pause that, baby. What else we got, man? Da, 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 da. What was it? Uh, Tone, our resident Lions fan, our historian. Pay Calvin his damn money. Uh, Okuda jumped to his defense. Unfortunately, Okuda out for the season with Achilles. Yeah, man, he's had a rough start to the season, man. Verrett went down in that same game. I think they said he had a torn ACL. I was so happy for him to see him back out there because he dealt with a lot of injuries, um, you know, throughout his career. Jeremy McCoy, you know, was out there. The Raiders, his season's done. He had an injury. Uh, so I hate, you know, hate that for him as well, man. Uh, tough game, violent game, man. And we've seen it. Shit, we've had our fair share of injuries, but it takes that takes a toll, man. It does. Some more than others. Let's just uh, tap into this mailbag. Let's see what Nicholas Riley Popovich. He's a what he got mailbag sender. We might have to have to bring you on the show one day, Nick. What we got, man? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, Tone sent it here. All right, mail back. <clears throat> oh, this Lisa was just talking about this. First question. Got two questions. These both from Nicholas. Got two questions from Nicholas. Are the Lions cursed? They come from behind. He paused it. Good job, Nick. They come from behind. Pause almost every time. So they were down, what, 38 10, I think, 17, 38 17, I think, when I turned that game off. And then um, came back, made it a seven point game. They covered the spread, didn't win. But are they cursed? You think the Lions cursed? Nah, I don't think they cursed. So <laughs> it's just a, it's culture, man. You know, that's got to change that culture. And that culture starts from at the very, very top. Very so, top. At the very Ownership. top. Ownership. So, I don't think it's anything about being cursed, man. It's just got to gotta build that culture. Got to build a culture, man. They got a new coach, new quarterback. So they got some, you know, new GM. Uh, yeah. So potentially that culture can change. Same ownership group. But like I said earlier, jokingly, but, hey, give give Megatron his bet, man. I think he said 1.6. 1.6 and we good. I think that's what he we said. Up. I know they had some offer on the table. Hey, yeah, we're going to give you this amount, but you got to come and do 28 hours of – Come on, man. I just gave my money, man. Yeah, give my bread, man. Do right by me. Get that, get that, get that, get that monkey off your back. But uh, number two, Nicholas, second question. And where are you sending the questions? DB22 to AB41 at gmail.com. That's the mailbag. Second question: Is Saquon worth starting in fantasy? Limited touch of Sunday with the short week plan on Thursday. We spoke on it earlier. I think we both agree on this one. No. No. Saquon might be on my team, actually. Let me check and see if this is – nope. I got Kamara, Joe Mixon. I ain't going to talk about my team. Yeah. But, yeah, man, so hit that mailbag. Remember the underdog. Hopefully y'all got it early, got that free 25. It's now down to 10. $10. Oh, man. Some big games coming up. We gave y'all some input on them. And um, on Saturday, actually, we hit a milestone on the on the YouTube. Then we had 2,500 subs. We're going to do a giveaway at 5,000 subs. More information, more details on that on our Saturday episode. We make our picks. So make sure you all tap into that. 20-minute episode going over every game, giving our picks straight up, and then it gets the spread, and then our reasons why. Uh, I'm picking more underdogs this week. I'm going to tell you that right now. 
I was scared last week. I was picking them against the spread, but picking the other team for cover. So learn my lesson. <clears throat> Learned my lesson. Anything else before we let the people rock? Man, nah, man. Like you said, check us out on Saturday. We make our picks. So I'll be up uh up in DC, man. That good Howard versus Hampton rivalry game. Okay, so. okay, okay. I should be, I should be. Be thick out there. But uh oh man, five play. Damn, Ace Boogie reminded us we need a five play. Shh, let me give you one. Let me give you one real quick. Let me give you one real quick. <clears throat> I'm bomb. Over under. Taylor Heineke, 35 and a half, longest completion. I'm gonna stay away from that. I'm gonna stay away from that. Gibson, Antonio Gibson, 91 and a half rushing receiving yards. I'm going over. They're gonna lean heavy on him with a backup quarterback. So over 91 and a half rushing and receiving yards for Antonio Gibson. Terry McLaurin, 73 and a half receiving yards. Where are you going with that? I'm going to go over. 73 and a half. Terry, I can't, I can't. Okay, you're going to go over. 25 and a half longest reception for T-Mac. I'm staying away from that. Okay, staying away. Adam Humphreys, two and a half receptions. Logan Thomas, 51 and a half yards. Daniel Jones. Let me get one more football team. J.D. Masecki. McKissick, I'm sorry. 18 and a half receiving yards. Come on, you got to give me some of yours. Where are you going? I got over on Gibson right now so far. Um, Y'all give me some more. Adam, so I like these sites, like Adam Humphreys. Two and, uh, two and a half receptions. Like I, over? I might go with that. I might go with like the over. Yeah, I like that. Um, Logan Thomas, fifty-one and a half receiving yards. I don't know because I'm looking at last game, and he had three for thirty. I'm going over. I'm going over on Logan Thomas just because, you know, you got that backup quarterback. I think tight ends, running backs, you're going to lean heavy on those. Uh, uh, so that's my thoughts there. And then Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph. Um, I like the over on Kyle Rudolph, two and a half receptions. Um, Evan Ingram, I think uh, Evan Ingram is out. Evan Ingram is out. So I think Kyle Rudolph will have three catches. Okay. I like that. Kenny Galladay, yep. 58 and a half receiving yards. Ah. Sterling separate, 65 and a half receiving yards. Darius Slayton, three and a half receptions. That's Slayton. That's appetizing right there. That three and a half. Um, but he need four. So I I'm I mean it, it's so tough because you got you got you got Sterling Shepard, you got Kenny Galladay. And you, you know what I'm saying? So Darius Slate, mm-hmm. he, he, he's your number three. Four catches, like I don't, I don't and know. Saquon, Saquon, forty under forty six and a half rushing yards. I'm going under. I'm going under. I'm staying away so from Saquon. I got Saquon my five. This week. I got my five. So, so talk. Say your five. Antonio Gibson over ninety one and a half rushing and receiving yards for the football team. Adam Humphreys. Over two and a half catches. Logan Thomas, over 51 and a half receiving yards. Saquon Barkley, under 46 and a half rush yards. With my luck, he'll break the first one for 70. Uh, and then last one, Kyle Rudolph. Got this one from you. Over two and a half receptions. So that's my All five. Right. I like them. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go. <clears throat> I'm going to start off Kyle Rudolph. Um, two and a half receptions. I got him over. Um I have Adam Humphreys, two and a half receptions. I have him over. Uh, Terry Mack, I have him over 73 and a half. I think I'm going to go. Um, and Heineke, you trust. That's, that's too high for me with a backup. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, uh-oh. You can hear me? Yeah. I, I'm gonna go Logan Thomas over 51 and a half. And um 
I'm on my last one. I'm gonna go with. Mm. I'm gonna go Sterling Shepard. Under 65 and a half. Now I'm going to go over for Sterling Shepard. I'm going to go over. So Terry Mack, 73 and a half over. Adam Humphreys, two and a half receptions over. Logan Thomas over 51 and a half. Sterling Shepard over 65 and a half receiving yards. And Kyle Rudolph over two and a half receptions. I can't hear you, bro. You muted. My bad, my bad. I saw Nakiba ask if um if the, the Saturday episode is live or recorded, that's a recorded episode. It'll be out Saturday around 6 p.m. or before. Uh yeah, you picked it's a stank game tonight, but um we got these plays regardless. So appreciate y'all, man. See y'all on with y'all see us on Saturday. We'll see y'all on Monday. Yeah, yeah. Out of peace.